Last time on Good Neighbors. Our heroes recover from a near-death experience with a were-gator. After escaping the incoming police, they meet with Dr. Garcia and Lewis to discuss their plan. Once everyone has gathered together, Dr. Garcia explains how monsters really operate, that our minds can't comprehend them without help, and so we rationalize them into anything less terrifying. Recognizing that they can't face more were-gators alone, the good neighbors decide to call in a little backup. Uh, you got a phone? I, I do, yes. Uh, and he directs you to like an old-timey rotary phone. Christ. It's like sitting on its own, like, uh, like, you know, those old, like, side tables that was just for the phone? Um, Leland, is there any point in talking to James? Like, I don't think he would help at all, right? Uh, if he hasn't assigned you to deal with this, he doesn't necessarily take interest in it. You might be able to try and get him to help, but he's not going to fight the monster with you. He has yeah. zero interest in doing that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll uh, I'll call the the clubhouse then. For right. the and, and who do you think would pick system. up? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think maybe Juice might pick up. Cool. Cool. Uh, they, they, they answer the call, uh, and, and how much of the exploration do you, do you give them? Um, they're all kind of on the up and up. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I explained that shit's real, real dangerous. Uh, and I think that this might be what happened to two socks. And, uh, if, Anyone there, you know, knowing the risks is looking for a fight, we could use them. Uh, I think that uh, uh, knowing that this is a bit of a revenge uh, plan uh, does light a, a bit of a fire in Juice's belly. Uh, but I, I think the idea of uh, impromptu, let's go beat monster ass, uh, is, is a bit uh, maybe rough on the, the their courage. So I want you to roll manipulate a person. To, to kind of inspire them to action. Okay. Uh, that's going to be an eight. Uh, an eight. Okay. Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. On a seven and nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. So, uh, uh, no, not say something. We got to do something yeah. specifically. Uh, that's tough over the phone. It really but... is. It really is. But uh, is making a promise doing something? No, that's saying something. That's still saying something. Yeah. Um. I don't. What I don't about, know how to. Andy, as a player, doesn't know how to do this. What about them the hearing? Phone. What about them hearing the sound of you, uh, with a gun? Like, hey, this isn't a joke. Can Can you send them a picture of something? Does that count as an action? I would call that doing something, yeah. Okay, I mean. Okay, I'll uh, I'll tell Juice to uh, check his phone, and uh, like, I'm telling, like, I- I'm holding the phone to my chest, and I'm like, 
hey, Cassius, can you send a picture of what's in your trunk to this number? Okay. Like, <laughs> no and then I'm going to like... Cassius is just going to follow <laughs> directions. Uh, I'm going to be like, check your, check your email. Uh, there's a dead one in our trunk right now. Okay, I, I would totally take that. They uh, they check their email. Uh, you can hear them be like, "What? Oh, hold on!" And they take a second, and you can hear like a like a bottle of wine pop. There's a couple minutes that go by. Give me a second. Hey, this isn't and- some. You're not trying to entrap me, right? This isn't like I'm sending a picture to, to the cops or something, right? Do I look like a fucking cop? Well, no, but I don't know. I don't really know any of you that well. Oh, whatever. No, I'm just gonna... <laughs> uh, <clears throat> as you guys are, are taking care of this, eventually, uh, it, it takes a couple minutes because it takes juice a little bit to get drunk. But eventually, they're like, oh, got it, got it, got it. And they, uh, uh, they're willing to help as best they can. They just need a, a place to go uh, yeah. and, and what they can do. Um, I'll explain that, like, Someone will be in touch when we know where we're going. And uh, at the very least, if like Magpie could maybe run scouting for me or if, um, you know, if a couple people come loaded for bear, maybe they can help us with like a flank or something. I don't know exactly they, they what we're okay going to need yet, but, you know. Yeah, they're at the very least they're going to tell everyone to like gear up, you know, yeah. uh, take some drink some Red Bull and stuff and wake the fuck up. I think we used a bunch of their silver. Loon gave us the last mm-hmm. of their silver, damn it. I'll I'll say that I have leftover silver for them if they need it. Alright. I'm gonna cool, start cool, like cool. melting down Charlemagne's shit. <laughs> uh, Lee, when for the use magic option, observe another place or time, uh, mm-hmm. does only the caster observe or can you make it observable to other people? Uh, the, the caster observes unless you have it as like an advanced move, I think, mm. and you could get into something extra. Okay. Um, but yeah. While I'm out taking a picture of the, the trunk, is it raining here? Uh, lighter, as uh, uh, he uh, Emmett is a bit far outside the, the town limits. He's like on the very edge of town, and it's just a little bit lighter here. Is it still green? Uh, not so much, no. Gotcha. But it seemed to be green throughout the town as we drove. Like, it didn't seem like it was only at the docks or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Correct. Beck, you haven't told me that you need to show someone what a fight looked like, right? No. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Beck does ask Flint, uh, do you know if monsters can be caught on film? Uh, not normally. Well, they can, but people ain't gonna notice them unless they're impaired. Right, Why? right. But, like, you could you could review footage of a monster, you know, after maybe popping an extra riddle, and, and you would see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially if you know what you're looking for. Okay, okay, okay. I need to get a, a visual of one of these gators scrapping. Why not use the one we fought? Uh, cause like, I don't think anyone had a GoPro attached to their head. Do you trust me, Beck? 
yes. Do we have a video? Uh, I turned to Chalamet. Do you have a video projector anywhere? Uh, I do. Why do you ask? Would you mind if I took it apart? Sure. I mean, it's urgent, so I, I assume you have some sort of plan here, and this isn't. Yes. Like some. Yes. Antic. Yes, I do. No, this is not an antic. Uh, okay. Antics later. Okay. All right. Okay. So. I have an idea, Beck. Okay. I, I can't do magic myself. As a result, I've, I've, I've tried to learn. Believe me, I have tried to learn. I just can't. As a result, I've kind of had to uh, adapt things to facilitate uh, the effects of magic. Okay. If I use this projector and connect it to you and you use a spell to witness your own fight with the creature I might and this is a big Mm -hmm. might yeah be able to get a recording of the creature of your fight with the creature why do you need it by the way Flint, do you trust me? Of course. Then I can't tell you. That's all I needed to hear. Okay. Uh, I assume this sounds like you're going to use weird science. Yes? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Uh, Go ahead and roll it uh, and describe the effect you're trying to pull off. Uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get Beck to cast her spell that lets her see something that happened somewhere else. We'd have and, to we'd have to go to the spot where we fought the monster because uh, it's observed uh, a place or a time. So we'd have to go back to the same spot, and then I'd have to just see back in time. I think. Okay. Okay. That that, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah, but continue your thought. And then I'm going to use the device to analyze the creature. Uh, it can be uh, create a device to analyze or deal with a with strangeness. I would consider this analyzing it. And what I'm trying to fair. do is I'm trying to use the device to project what Beck is seeing as far as the fight goes. Okay, absolutely. Uh, roll it. All right. And it's plus weird, so that is a eight nine. On a seven to nine, I pick one requirement, and a, and the keeper picks the second requirement. Okay. Uh, uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, it is a nine, so if anyone would like to help out, they may. Uh, if you can explain how you would do it, I'm I'm down to help out. Uh, but if you'd rather like from a player perspective kind of play in the space of the mixed success I also get that I'm fine with getting help I will try to help but I'm not particularly a cool I rolled a five <laughs> alright nine it is uh, Beck go ahead and mark experience and yeah. uh, potential harm will come to you later uh, and oh, uh, yeah uh, how, how are you trying to help I mean, it is still like an arcane 
I guess it's not arcane, but it is like weird, exaggerated kind of. mad science. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's meant to accept magic, right? Yes. I think that it's just sort of offering uh, like a small sort of magical jolt to it or something that kind of backfires and it doesn't work as intended. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, so, uh, Flint, go ahead and pick uh, one requirement in the weird science requirements. We have here, it needs a rare and or weird material. It won't be very reliable. It requires huge amounts of power or fuel. It will take a long time to get it working. It won't work exactly as you intended. Or you need help beyond the hunters on your team to finish it. Uh, I'll go with the rare and or weird material. That seems like the sort of thing that Flint is prepared to deal with. Uh, okay. Uh, if you want to describe a weird material that might be effective here, that seems good to me. And I will say that uh, it requires a huge amount of power or fuel. Like, to be able to uh, take in this, like, jolt of magical electricity or something, it requires, like, like a ton of... Uh, 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 hmm. Yeah. It, it needs to be able to, can, uh, like, power itself with, like, a, a large amount be be it through like some sort of gas generator or like uh, hooking it up to some building's uh power supply all right uh and as the rare or weird material it's actually going to i'm going to take out the lens of the projector and it's instead going to shoot through the eye of the wear gator nice Ooh. i love that uh, you you dissect this creature's like bulbous eye, and uh, uh, I guess like slot it into place, right? You probably have to carve a little bit off the sides, and there's a little bit of uh, I think it's called vitriolic jelly or something like that, that that uh, you know pastes along the edge of the thing. Uh, I love and... the idea of like connecting optic nerves to wires. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you will need to take some places massive amounts of power uh, while you are there. So you couldn't like plug it into Garcia's house, power it or something. It needs to be at the location. Uh, hey Garcia, do you have a, a, gener a gas generator or maybe a second vehicle that you don't mind getting left at a location? Um, no, no, I'm sorry. All right. When, yeah, this this may be a once you get there improvise the situation. All right. I mean, uh, Cassius's car is pretty well fucked for the time being. If the car battery is intact enough, then maybe we could just bring the car battery with us and just use that. That's not a bad idea. I mean, I can't proffer pieces of Cassius's car, but... Cassius, we need to borrow your car battery. What? <laughs> Why? I mean, For what? What, what, what more could you possibly take from me? <laughs> I, pull I mean, it's out. already not going anywhere, right? So I pull out. I pull out my flask. I'll trade you. 
I guess one's more useful to me than the other right now. <laughs> sure. Take it. Take whatever. <laughs> okay. Fine. Whatever you need. <laughs> All right. Now, here's here's the last okay. issue I'm seeing with this. If you want to blindfold me so I don't see whoever needs to see this, that's fine. But whoever you need to show this to where is going to need to be on location when I project this. Really? All right. Well... Uh, in theory, the machine is already done itself. It just needs to be hooked up to the power source. So if you want, uh, 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 Flint, you and, and anybody else can stay behind to perform the autopsy, and anyone who you feel is necessary to discreetly steal power from the, uh, the, the shipyard to power this device should go there. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm cool. All right. But it is a projection that the bulwark needs to watch, like an old tiny mm-hmm. movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Becca obviously needs to go. Um, do we need a second person? We could bring Flint and just just blindfold him. I think. Yeah. Uh, do, you have to like. This- it, it, You'll have to illegally siphon power from a building nearby. Oh, I thought we could take it from the car battery. Uh, it's true. You try it, yeah. I mean, that's that's my only plan. Uh... If if you need someone to get in somewhere, I'm pretty slippery. In a metaphorical sense and not a literal sense or anything like that. But, yeah, and you're pretty good about being deep, deeply in denial anyway, so... What could you possibly mean by that? <laughs> At least your own brand. I uh, have a question. Sure. The bulwark is all fucking ninja wizards, right? Are you asking out of game or in game? I'm asking out of game. Out of game. Uh, kind of, yeah. Couldn't they do the same spell not, not all of them. from the same location? Not all of them can do magic. Okay. Uh, so, Perfect. yeah, yeah. Yeah, only, like, the higher level, like, powered people can can do it. Okay. And they need everybody to see it. Uh, I'm down to do uh, take Vec and Cassius uh, down back to the shipyard in a scene, and then uh, maybe between now and then do a scene with June and, and Flint. Seems good to me. All right, who would like to go first? I guess me and June will go first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or you guys go first. Oh, I, I like okay. June and Flint, just to break it up. All right. Uh, you, uh, Garcia leads you to uh, Flint and, and June to the, the shed that you had been in previously, which is not terribly uh, sizable, but is out of the way and will be quiet, and uh, his niece won't interrupt too much, or won't really like be around to hear all of the noises and things. Uh, so you'd be like kind of your backs up against the walls a little bit physically and kind of like pushing over tools every now and again, but it, it will do the job. I have come to a terrible realization. What's that? 
I think Beck was physically stronger than the three of us. And we let her go, and now we have to carry the gator. Why? Well, we need to bring it into the shed so I can do an autopsy. Oh, damn. Um... Can I do necromancy? Can I, like, make it walk there? Uh, that would be basically creating a monster, right? Uh, I just want to. So, um, I just want to like electrify its muscles, you know. I think you could do uh, beyond human rotations just to lift it on your own, or you could like get a wheelbarrow or something. Can I cast that on? Can I cast that on Flint so he has to carry it? I suppose. Okay. Cool. Hey, Flint, you want to get like real strong for a minute? Yeah, I've been doing pull-ups every day. I've been trying to get real strong. Cool, cool. I'm going to give you a hand with that. <laughs> uh, I can't uh, do something outside human limitations, and I chant, Thulacon, ma! And uh, I, like, offer Flint another cigarette. Uh, while you turn away to cast, Flint has turned around and exposed the part of his ass that you normally stick a steroid shot in. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how this is gonna work, my friend. Oh. Take a hit of this. <laughs> Flint takes the cigarette. <laughs> uh, I got an 11. All right, yeah, yeah you, your magic works without issue. Choose your effects. Do one thing beyond limitations. Uh, Flint, what does Flint feel as he imbibes the uh, smoke? His eyes dilate, and for a brief second, he feels like an S appear on his chest. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you feel super, and you, you can feel your muscles kind of swell a little bit as you uh, carry the gator into the, the, the shed. And it's it's open. There are saws and uh, uh, like wood cutting tools and things that could help you carve it open. And it's dead, so it's not gonna like fight you on yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to use the silver nail that I was given to make a primary incision lines, and then use more crude tools to uh, cut further to ensure that I'm not uh, met with any resistance. Okay, go ahead and roll me Investigate a Mystery. Uh, that is going to be a beautiful 13. Uh, 13, okay. You hold two. Where did it go? I'm looking specifically at uh, fluids in the lungs, seeing if there's any evidence of uh, particles from a specific location. Sawdust, uh uh, specific water, whether it be brackish or not. Okay. As you uh, carve into its uh, its lungs, its stomach, uh, and start separating out the pieces, uh, with uh, what tools you have, you can pretty tell pretty readily within, uh, uh, maybe accidentally in its lungs and definitely in, it, in its stomach, that there is uh, seawater in there, so uh, some connection to the ocean for sure. Uh, digging a little further into its stomach, you can see uh, what looks like uh, like charcoal 
and uh, like uh, like plastic in it uh, that imply to you some sort of filtration is there. Uh, and your your best bet as to where this monster came from for it to have maybe bitten through something or, or chewed on something to get these pieces in its stomach and lungs uh, is is a desalination plant, a place where they take seawater sea and make it into fresh water for drinking purposes. And... Would I be able to use what happened here or what is being concealed here to tell if this where creature was originally a person? Uh, hmm. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I think... Uh, in what you uh, have experienced, not experienced, but read about lycanthropes, is that to transform, it requires an enormous amount of energy. They have to be, a, the person who who would do it would have to have like consumed a lot beforehand, uh, would uh, likely be unconscious for a while to have to like conserve energy so that uh, when they do transform, their body can handle it. And that usually comes with like a lot of physical problems. Uh, like uh, like muscles stretching, uh, bones snapping and reconfiguring, and things like that. And I think you can find uh, that they aren't present on this creature, implying to you that uh, this uh, monster produced like a set of originals to then infect and transform other people. Is uh, Mr. Steel in the room with us? I don't think okay. so. I don't think he wanted to see this. In that case, uh, I'm just going to relay all of that information to the doctor and June. So this was a person. No. So this wasn't a person. Correct. This is one of the originals sent out to infect people. Gotcha. Okay. I'll, I'll go tell the the young man. All right. Okay. And he he heads out into the room, uh, into into back into his house. Do we know how it infects people? Uh, that's not what you you asked. So, no. Hey, uh, Flint. Yeah. What do you think will happen if I eat some of this thing? Nothing good. Like in a cool way or like in a in a bad way? Probably a bad way. Hmm. Uh, you said you wanted the tongue, right? Well, yeah, but I was going to eat it. How about I preserve it for you when we wait for further research? Cool, 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 cool. I like that plan. And I'm going to take the teeth and the tongue and uh, just grab some chemicals from around this tool shed and try to preserve the t uh, those things for uh, further experimentation. Sure, you can like set them in alcohol and things, but he doesn't have like formaldehyde or yeah, 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 like yeah. proper preservatives. Sure. I don't know. He seems like the sort of person who would be into taxidermy, maybe.
uh, we open on the uh, the shipyard of McGann Harbor, where we see Beck Tui and Cassius Montgomery pulling up in Dr. Garcia's car, which he was reticent to allow, but he, it's monsters. It's important. Uh, as well as uh, a pickup truck, uh, two Shonda Civics, uh, and several <laughs> other baseline cars also pulling up into the area and, and parking on the streets. Uh, Beck, what is the general visual vibe that the rest of the bulwark gives off? Uh, they um, look like very regular, mundane people. Um, like, they look pretty underwhelming, honestly. But they all have, like, duffel bags and backpacks and so on that they don these, like, orange robes, like cult robes with the classic, like, hood and everything like that. They, but they but they look like shitty cosplayers. I can't stress how much they are not impressive. Yeah, like you see like Eugene over there who is like little hi, how are you glasses and his like button up polo uh and his khakis uh dig into uh his car and he pulls out like the, the, the orange robe and whips it around and suddenly now face shadowed over it does look a little threatening. But anytime like their leg kind of comes out from under the uh, the robes there, you can be like, and this is a nine to fiver, you know, like they look totally normal outside of it. For sure. Beautiful. Uh, and of course, we see the uh, 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 illustrious Chuck Hayes as he steps out. Uh, he's got like a like an acoustic guitar case over his back, which, you know, conceals his katana. Um, and he gives like a salute and, uh, you know, looks at uh, Cassius and, uh, you know, says like, Good to meet you. And he gives out a handshake. I, w- I will shake his hand very this eagerly. The, firm, the, the firmest, like, warmest, but firmest handshake you've ever had. It is an oddest pleasure. I have heard nothing about you, but I have filled in a lot of gaps on my own. Well, that's great. Uh, anyways, let's let's get started, shall we? They have brought, like, lawn chairs and things because they want to be comfortable and uh, someone has brought like a box Dunkin' Donuts coffee or uh, Funkin' Donuts coffee, uh, and they are uh, passing that around in like the little paper cups uh, as everyone's getting ready to sit. Uh, and where are you uh, setting this out? Uh, I think we like intentionally kind of had people park so that their cars form this little like semicircle against a wall, so we kind of have a bit of like an enclosure. Mm-hmm. And we're going to project the memory kind of against the wall. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, uh, set up against one of the industrial buildings uh, as people start pulling out their folding chairs and sitting down. And a lot of them are kind of chit-chatting themselves like, you know, hey, Harry, how are you doing? How's, how's, uh, how's Karen going? How's Karen going? Uh, and Chuck has to be like, all right, guys, now it's time. to There's monsters on the loose. Let's do this. Uh <clears throat> And they uh, uh, sit down and quiet down and get all comfy. And what does your your magic look like as you hook your brain up to the uh, sort of video projector machine that uh, Flint has built that has the eye of a were-gator as its lens? Uh, Beck pulls um, a pair of 3D glasses out of their lunchbox. It's like those classic 3D glasses with the one lens is red and one lens is blue and pops them on and cool. 
rolls a 11. Uh, so when the memory projects through the camera, it's in that like overlay of the red and blue and has like a 3D quality. Rock on. All of the uh, bulwark also pull out their 3D uh, uh, paper glasses. Uh, and we see like this, uh, you know, array of people in like dark, spooky robes lift back, and now they're in dumb 3D glasses. Uh, uh, and the uh, video plays. We see uh, the monster uh, flip the car, uh, slash through uh, uh, Beck's shoulder. We see them uh, chomping or attempting to chomp down on Cassius. This is getting, you know, buried in oil and copper wire uh, as he plays hero for a little while. Uh, I, I think they do hear the the intro outside of let's see what happens when you mess with the water department. Uh, uh, <laughs> they think like, oh wow, this guy must be some sort of secret agent. Yes. Oh, <laughs> very cool, oh, very cool. And uh, as you guys are are watching this video, uh, if you recall, uh, 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 the police had shown up in this area not terribly long ago. Now, uh, uh, when Beck attempted to work with the, uh, the the machine and try to put a little bit of her magic in it, she flipped a little bit of its uh, audio frequency that started to ping off the police radars, causing them to go a little funky. And uh, I think we see uh, uh, down the uh, road, because the, the physical car enclosure makes it hard for them to find a good place to park, uh, that there are uh, some uh, like officers walking down the street. They haven't like turned their uh, their lights on or anything. But we do know that they are kind of a little bit more covertly uh, scanning the, the area or looking around for signs of a reported car bombing. Okay. Uh, how much longer do we have? Like, how much longer is the memory movie? Uh, that whole fight took about 10 to 15 minutes. So you're going to need to either hold them off or get them out of here. Uh, for another at least 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, I think Beck uh, turns to Cassius and relays the situation. Uh, okay, you're the you're the slick one. What do we do? Uh, I'll go talk to him, I guess. I'm sure I can <laughs> think of something. Uh, you just focus on that memory thing, because I imagine you gotta you gotta be here for that. So I, I guess I can take care of him if you, you know need me to uh yeah yeah I'll, I'll keep an eye out though okay help when i can that sounds like uh, a good plan how far do you let them get before you go and kind of cut them like head them off do you let are they able to like see the wall I, they may not see like the 3d version of it but do you let them see like the wall projection uh i will yes i will let them see just maybe like a little bit of it but i want to try to catch them before they can see what's playing or maybe if the 3d is obscuring it enough that you can't see it like i wanted to basically mm -hmm. just they see that there's film being played here okay okay uh they show up they uh, kind of look uh you know more tired um they're not like like high alert like guns out like what's going on over here they're just kind of like walking around and uh like having a donut and uh just checking out the area like it was cleared earlier because you guys have been away for about an hour and a half uh and they're just kind of as, as they kind of show up from around the the building corner they they stop and suddenly put a hand out and go whoa hey what you doing oh uh we're um we're just looking at some dailies from the uh the jillin film uh and so 
Uh, yeah, we just got a few people over there. Uh, don't mind the the uniforms; they're just extras from the last scene. Uh, and a few of them are Scientoramists, you know what I mean. So they got a little strange, uh, strange, you know, up in the head. Not those Hollywood types. I don't really get them, but you know, we're just looking at the uh, the footage from today. That's all. You uh, see them look at each other consistently throughout that like fast talking scene. Uh, as they have missed a lot of what you just said, or at the very least, some of those definitely weren't words. Uh, and they go, Jillian film? Yeah, you haven't heard about that? There's, there's a little indie film going on nearby, uh, uh, just using the location for a little while. I don't know how long. I haven't spoken to the AD recently, but uh, uh, yeah, apparently Hall's going to be in for a little bit. Maybe he'll come to town. I don't really know. I'm just, uh, you know, just working on the project. I was looking at the, the, the dailies. Uh, all right, uh, classic uh, scenario. Roll me a little manipulative person. <laughs> Very nervous. I hate this. Uh, it's a six plus two. That's an eight. Uh, okay, and uh, one of the po- uh, police officers goes, <coughs> Chillin' Hall? And the other one uh, says, Do you have a permit to be doing this out here? Or you haven't got anything on public records? Oh, we weren't filming out here. We're just looking at the uh, footage of the day. Uh, we could pack it up, I'm sure, and move it out in a few minutes if that's the problem. You know, we only have a little bit left to look at, and then we'll be on our way if that's okay. All right. On a 7 to 9, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show you mean it. If you've asked too much, they'll tell you what. If anything, we take for them to do it. And I, I just told you, uh, having any sort of permit or, or licensing to be doing showings or anything out here as a public event. Or, I guess, uh, a business event, if that is the case. Um. Who? Uh, how about this? How about how about? Uh, I I don't think we have any permits to be showing stuff right now. But how about this? If you if you stay with me here, and I can even take you a little bit closer, if you want, uh, and you can just sort of sur- supervise us, make sure that we're doing everything okay. You can't actually look at the film because then you'd have to sign a non disclosure agreement, and that would just be a whole mess of stuff. Because then, you know, when you file your reports, it would get all messy. But you can look at us and make sure that we're not causing trouble if that's okay. And then we'll be packing up and on our way. Uh, I think you have to to do something physically. What are you trying to do? trying to, like, allow them some access to us to prove that we're not doing anything weird. So I'm willing to, Uh, like, bring them. I'm Basically, I'm trying to bring them closer so they can see us. Okay. At such an angle that they won't see the the what's actually being filmed, and they can see that I'm actually telling the truth, and we're just a bunch of harmless people. Uh. <laughs> Already, uh, sure, sure. I, I think you are aided by the fact that as soon as you arrive on the scene, uh, a lot of the people uh, here do kind of get the drill in that, uh, like, no normies, uh, where they like uh, knowingly open their robe a little bit more so people can see or the officers can see like their button ups, their uh like their uh like track suits and things like that. But they just kind of like look really normal and uh don't have like this is a crime outfit on. Like they're wearing like salmon colors and, and blues and nothing like they're wearing any like sneaky clothes or anything. And they sit there and they watch you guys uh and uh they play up like a ooh ah and like drink coffee and pretend it is just like a movie movie. Nice. Well, yeah, as you can see, they're just uh, they're just some extras. Uh, we're letting them look at the dailies because you know it, it helps them feel like they're more of a part of the process. Uh, you know, you throw them a few bones. There, there's some locals <laughs> in there. I wouldn't, you know, trying to make them feel a little bit special. That's all. 
<laughs> uh, wonderful. They, uh, one of them almost like fakes being offended because they forgot they were selling a fiction. Uh, <laughs> like, <"Whoa." laughs> uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, they play along and the, the, uh, officers sit here throughout the uh, process of you watching the video. And, uh, uh, you can see that Chuck is a little nervous just to have them around. Um, but he hasn't like, you know, whipped out his katana or anything. <laughs> That'd be wild if he did. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, they, they eventually get on their way and Chuck, uh, you know, comes over to you and says, uh, <clears throat> that was very informative. Thank you. Uh, do you mind if we keep working with this while you get yourselves in order? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, and I just want to let you know that I think that the gator fight was, uh, you know, maybe not some of my best work. I noticed and- that. I think Beck is uh, like rubbing the back of their neck and is blushing because they had to show the entire cult this video of them getting their ass beat by a gator man. Uh, some of them are still repre- uh, impressed regardless because you survived. You can see that Chuck is like you did not take the proper defensive methods first before uh, engaging. And that is not ideal. But I will be with you on the field this time to supervise. So... It's not like I'm going to be taking you out of the mission. Okay, cool, great. And I'm gonna I'm gonna kick complete ass next time, sir. That is my professional guarantee. No ass left unkicked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the board is like, yeah, yeah. As as Chuck is like, that's not our motto. We need to be (laughs) some safety, practice our discipline. But we will get to that soon. Okay. The rest of us will stay uh, in the area, maybe head over to the gym to kind of shore up our skills and, and prepare mentally. Is there anything else you need to do, Acolyte? Uh, I'm still feeling kind of rough from the last altercation, uh, so I wouldn't mind a little bit of a patching up. Okay. <clears throat> uh, he, uh, like, stretches his, you know, uh, his back out. He flexes his, his fingers and, and stretches a little bit. And he uh, is going to uh, uh, pull out like a little first aid kit uh, and, and check over your wounds. Uh, and I will say that with a light touch of magic and a little bit of medicine, he'll heal you for one as part of aiding in the mission. Great. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and I think after uh, that time is when you get a call from Chalamet uh, asking if everyone can re- reconvene, set up a plan, get ready and go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got to make one quick stop on our way back, but then we're ready to get some Gator. Or, you know, gator, Gator's boss. Oh, oh okay. Uh, be, be back when you are ready then. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, uh, back. Uh, how do we... Uh, what, what is it that we're exactly going to fight right now because it seems like we're, we're doing a lot of uh, uh, setting up for stuff and I don't really know what I don't really know either uh, a lot of the times real big monsters have like little henchmen's little minions and if that gator was a minion I am scared to see what's in charge of it uh, that's why I kind of want to stop by my house uh, right before we head over I, I want to pick up a couple things fine with me 
if you think it'll be helpful, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure I trust you. Oh, it'll help. Yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. we don't need to actually see that. Uh, I think we'll see it in a second. Yeah, like we don't need to do a scene of them getting their stuff. I just think it'd be cool to show up with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, the uh, uh, the gang reconvenes at uh, Doctor Garcia's house, where uh, he has uh, uh, gathered his uh, uh, supplies. He's gotten like his his little med kits that he keeps. Uh, his he's wearing like a like a motorcycle helmet. Uh, he doesn't have a whole lot, but he's doing what he has. He has like some knee pads and sporty things and what have you. Uh, uh, yes, uh, Andy. Um, while uh, Flint and June were hanging out uh can june have rested some while flint was doing the autopsy to heal absolutely i also think that uh garcia has some light medical training uh because they deal with this sort of thing uh so i absolutely think you can heal at least either one of you can heal at least one i'll take it yeah uh for sure for sure uh and as uh everyone collects uh uh yeah if if anyone wants to to uh, and if you wanted to describe what your character looks like after they they show up with the stuff, more than welcome to. Uh, when they return, Beck has uh, a set of armor. It is uh, two pauldrons and a gorget, and coming off of the actual metal armor is like this big, heavy, dark orange poncho, and then laid across the poncho is chainmail, and they have a a big sword on their back. A big fucking sword. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chalamet recommends that you go out and you grab whatever, um, like, uh, gear, whatever, uh, like, supplies that you think are, are necessary for this mission uh, that you have are necessary. And if you don't have anything, he, he can spare you some. Uh, and for this part, if you recall, in the very, very beginning, I told you guys, like, uh, you shouldn't be packing, like, your all, all 13 guns that your character sheet gives you. Uh, at any given moment in the very beginning, I would say that this is an appropriate moment to say, like, uh, wait, if what your character does to go get the rest of the supplies if you didn't have them already. Like, if your character has, like, a shotgun, a rifle, a sword, and, like, armor or something, and we haven't been using it before, now would be the appropriate time to go gather it. Uh, my gear is pretty much, I roll to see if I have my gear. <laughs> <laughs> so. That makes sense. Flint grabs some stuff, and who knows if it's what I need. <laughs> You'll fuck around and find out. We have uh, a silver-nailed like baseball bat and silver bullets. I don't think we know that this monster's weakness is silver. I mean, it might be, because... No, I, I, at, at this point, it's... We found that out because we already injured it with silver. We well, injured was, one of the gator That mate. was a minion, though. We don't know if the main monster has the same weakness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so... Uh, Probably going to be more minions at the very least. Since, yeah, that's fair. Since we're all leaving to get our gear, I believe that would mean I have time to head to my storage shed. Absolutely. Where I can do some further research? Yeah, go for it. Sweet, so that's a plus four on Investigative Mystery because of the lore library. Uh, even with a plus four, that's still... Uh, it's a nine. Nine isn't terrible. All right. Did anybody come with me to the uh, 
to the storage shed, or did I go on my own? I'll uh, go okay. with you. Yeah. All right. Is there any way you could help out with this? Because uh, I have two questions that we really need answered. Uh, okay. I don't always get to look at the tomes, but I, I remember a couple things. I got a nine. Nine? All right, that'll do it. That'll bring you up to a ten. You can ask two questions. All right, so for the big thing, what kind of creature is it? Uh, what sort of creature is it? Uh, as you are flipping through your tomes, uh, I think uh, <clears throat> uh, as flipping uh, through a mixture of more magical and more um, uh, regular scientific ones, uh, you note that a lot of people mention the uh, mention gators just as like a point of interest because they're so fucking huge and this like uh, been this almost the same exact way since the beginning of time. Not a lot of uh, evolution was necessary after a certain point as their uh, genealogy just kind of figured it out. So it's a subject of interest for like a lot of people and a lot of uh, sort of conspiracy theorists and, and cryptozoologists have thought all over the time that if there were to be a, a a lycanthrope that took the form of a were-gator, it would be really, really bad. Um, uh, and as you were flipping through the, those and comparing it to uh, uh, notes from other potential monster makers and, and uh, monstrous lore, uh, you would know that if these creatures are to be the lesser of something, uh, if these are being controlled by uh, a mother creature or, or central monster, that that requires, like, a lot of energy, uh, a lot of nutrient intake, uh, a lot of stability. It needs like some kind of nest in theory. And uh, the monster that uh, pings out to you the most is is definitely a weird one. Uh, this monster is, is more vulnerable, but also more dangerous because it has access or the creation of very powerful minion monsters. This monster uh, in the diagrams of it that you can find, it takes several different shapes depending on the uh, creature that it spawns but the diagram you see is uh, uh, like this uh, collection of uh, like mud and twigs and, and whatnot that form this sort of nest and on it attached to it in the sort of uh, uh, fleshy sacks along the sides look like uh, eggs which seem to be incubating like human skeletons uh, uh, they are like uh, translucent and gel like in the diagrams and this monster is called the Clutch, and it births new creatures after absorbing uh, humans. That is the method in which it creates new lycanthropes. All right, and for my second question, what can hurt this nightmare fuel? <laughs> uh, the Clutch is this uh, almost like a, a, a like this womb or heart chamber where. It is uh, stationary and extremely vulnerable. Uh, and this may be the, the, the greatest sense of hope you can get from this, is that it is immobile. Uh, it will just sit there and wait for its minions to bring uh, victims back to, to perform this sort of operation on. Uh, what can kill it uh, is anything that would disturb its extremely sensitive home nest environment. Uh, so if you recall, like, gators will get, like, uh, will become sickened if they are exposed to like the wrong kind of water or if their water has like chlorine or something in it. Its nest will be underwater and if you can poison that water, it will start to die. But it will likely be guarded by a shit ton of its minions. 
So we got to become Captain Planet villains. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. We have to be reverse eco-terrorists. And is its nest in the salt water or the fresh water? It'll be in the fresh water. Uh, if you recall, its home base, uh, as based on your autopsy from the previous gator, is that it is within uh, uh, like a fresh water end of the desalination plant, which implies to you that it will be in like these giant vat tubs that are uh, like where they, you know, put gallons and gallons and gallons of water into. Okay. And it'll be at the bottom of that, so. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm gonna head back to need a lot of Kool-Aid. And yeah, essentially uh relay that to everyone. So uh do we There's like a, a, a surrounding or, or a resounding I hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Uh do do we wanna like go to a pool supply store and just buy a bunch of chlorine tablets or I was just gonna dump Kool-Aid in it. Like, I mean Anything works, right? Yeah, pretty much. I, I imagine the idea is that the stronger the substance, the faster it will work. All right. Uh, Kool-Aid's pretty strong. You can dye hair with it. And so. What if we got Gatorade? Ah, I get it. Any, any, anyone have any connections to like BP or anything like that? They're, they're really good at polluting water. Whatever we want, I can get it. <laughs> What if we just bought a bunch of gasoline at a gas station? That works. We, you don't have to. Good one. You don't have to pay for gas. <laughs> the f do you pay for gas? Where do you get gas from? Do you do you steal gasoline? When I want to borrow a car, yeah. One, you can either just fast and furious a truck. Or two, like it's just in other people's cars. Uh, or you could take sake. the bus, June. Or you could just take the bus. You know how um, that guy who wrote, I, I think he wrote like Fight Club or something, couldn't include part of it because he wrote how to make like a car bomb or something like that, or like a pipe bomb. I feel like we're gonna get to that point eventually, where June's like, and here's how you do a crime. <laughs> and we have to be like, mm, no, you don't. <laughs> it's just in other people's cars. You can just take it. Flint is looking on in horror. You just pick cars that have Republican bumper stickers. Flint I is mean, looking on with less horror. Hi. Well, well if, it's, if it's in a desalination plant, isn't that already presumably somehow connected to the ocean? Couldn't we just reopen that and flood it with ocean water? I have no idea. We could... Is, is there a dam? We can blow up the dam. No, we, well, we don't have to, is the thing. There are a lot of things that we could do, June, but they're not things that we should do. Look, I'm just playing 4D chess over here, y'all. It is not particularly discreet to blow up a dam. Gator men aren't discreet either. We got some fucking birthing chamber in the water that we got to deal with. What do you think, Chalamet? I like just acquiring hazardous fluids shutting off the pipe flow from the salination plant in case it goes to anyone's house and then filling whatever vat this thing is in with hazardous chemicals. Or, if 
maybe this is my brain getting ahead of itself here, uh, turning on the plant wherever it's in. I don't know if they like stir it around or something. That that might be good. Why not both? Why not both? Or Cano Lasos. Um, yeah. My my only thought process is like, if the thing has it has been guarded by the gators, if the gators are in the water, you can't really shoot them, right? I, I don't know a lot about guns, but I do think that they get less good in water. Can we electrify the water? I mean, yes. To be honest, I actually I think that the killing of the clutch, as you called it, uh, will be the easy part. It is the fending off its critters that will be the difficult one. So I think the thing we should think about is maybe how we establish a safe zone within it first. Within, like within that area. I mean, theoretically, too, we could just drop some fishing dynamite down there. And blow it really up. on this explosion plan. I mean, I feel like it's going to be quicker than chemicals, right? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I don't necessarily think so. We we don't know if this thing has any regenerative properties as long as it's in a stable environment. What we are looking to do is to destabilize the environment that it's in. Okay. Okay. So just blowing it up might not be. Okay. I say we get a truck of insert chemical here. And then we just try and protect the truck and then dump it into the water. Like drive the truck into the water? Or just back it up and then dump the chemicals out the butt of the truck. It must be some kind of like access point. A loading zone that we could get a truck through. And if we just have people with silver bullets and weapons protecting the truck to get it to the edge of the water, and then we just pour the chemicals in. We could get a hold of some colloidal silver, maybe. Uh, It has, like, small silver particles in it, but it's a liquid. People say that you can use it as part of, like, diet fads, but I think it's actually really bad for you. It does sound very easy to get large quantities of on short notice. I don't know. Go to the fucking vitamin store. We can just go to the nearest evangelical church and ask all of the women, uh, you know, which which business, which pyramid scheme they're a part of, and then get it. Yeah, pick up some Mary Kay while we're at it. I don't know. I'm throwing fucking spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. I I, I really really think just going to the gas station and buying a few things of gas is the easiest. I'm only afraid of that because... We're not spending money on it, though. I can just get it for free. The only thing that I'm worried about with gasoline is that uh, we'll have a repeat of the Cassius Mobile situation where if a spell or something goes haywire, we might light the gasoline on fire. Yeah, we're going to be using presumably a lot of guns. We'll be real careful with the the casting. Uh, Oh, Uh, I guess guns. uh, What if we grab like big things of like hydrogen peroxide? Does that seem fair? Change the What's what's the word? Acidity? Yeah. The pH level? Yeah. Uh, that, that get that some seems rock salt for the roads. And we can just, like just put we can just get pH from any pool supply store. 
Andy says, because they worked at a pool supply store for three summers. Right back to my first suggestion. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about we we scatter? We go collect whatever it is that we need. Um, I I am nervous to ask, but um, uh, uh, June, can you get us a pickup truck? A pickup truck or like a tanker? I think all we need is a pickup truck. Oh, oh yeah, because I think mobility is going to be our biggest thing here. Yeah, I'll get us a pickup truck, sure. Okay. Uh, doctor, I I don't have any money. Can you buy the pool supplies? Yeah, here. Uh, and he like takes uh, out his uh, his wallet and hands you like a hundred dollars. He, you go to your wherever you're going. I will. Uh, well, like we're using one car. Uh, I will get an an Uber taxi. I'll get a taxi to get uh, my to get other things. I'll go I'll run to the grocery store. I mean, you could you could take your car. If I if I went back to my storage shed, presumably I have my uh, dirt your dirt bike. bike. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, then we can we can do this. Okay. All right. Good work, team. Uh, is there anything we're missing? What do you um, want me to do? I'm ready, and I, I think <laughs> put him in, coach. I hate saying this, but I think you should go with June to steal the car. Sounds good to me. As long as I don't has want no this problem. to sound judgmental, but I think it would be playing to your strengths. Oh, uh, you rave me so well. I'm uh, usually, I usually play it so close to the chest. I don't know how you saw that. Beck, you don't you don't have to fill me in on any of the specifics, but did you accomplish what you needed to accomplish? Yeah, we should have some backup. Awesome. Yeah. Also, you guys, I think maybe we could get this Jill and Hall film off the ground if we really <laughs> want to do it. I think we're getting some good groundswell on it. Jill and Hall film? I saw it trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Scatter. <laughs> uh, 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 all right. Um, uh, June, actually, would you mind rolling me your fixer ability to get a car? Sure. Am I able to help with that? I don't know if that's... A... You, absolutely. Uh, as you are now helping the scheme. I rolled real good. Uh, that is a 10 plus, I believe, 2 for fixer. So 12. Rock on. I rolled a 6. Uh, uh, then you you get what you need to get. Um, uh, there is, I, I think, like a, a dirty, beat-up pickup truck. I think the uh, ease of access comes from... Oh, actually, would you like to describe like, how you're getting of the car as a team? Yeah, so I'll go with Cassius, and um, I'm going to meet up with the South Swamp Devils, uh, four of them at least. And uh, one of them, Bishop, is like the go-to for like petty crimes... Uh, so we're going to find a truck with uh, a bunch of right-wing flags and bumper stickers and shit like that, and we're just going to zero in on that one, and it's ours now. Uh, yeah. And we are we are taking it, and uh, I think um, uh, Bishop is uh, extremely good at picking locks and hot wiring, and, uh, you know, Cassius and the other uh, devils kind of uh, play lookout, and then once the car is running, we all kind of jump in the back and take off. Okay. 
Uh, and Cassius, what is a complication that happens that you uh, like whisk away with just like a cool line or two? Uh, oh goodness, uh, I rolled a, a six total, so I think he whatever it is is not particularly good. I think uh, I think a bystander tries to walk by. And he's real confident about the water department bit from earlier, so he's gonna like be like he's gonna like turn to one of the, the people he's with. He's gonna be like, "Yo, look, watch it. Well, look at this. Uh, look at how cool I'm gonna be." He's gonna put the train conductor hat on and like talk a whole bunch of shit, and they're gonna just be like really focused on the train conductor hat, and then just walk away more because they think he's crazy than because he's actually convinced them of anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that was singular person is probably like this. Probably a crime happening, but it's not my business. <laughs> uh, uh, and they they walk away. Uh, all right, uh, you get your car. Uh, 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 Flint runs back to their their storage shed to get their gear. Uh, Beck has grabbed their sword and their armor. All right, uh, everyone has been relayed or, or informed of the location, uh, the plan. Uh, uh, as you all kind of reconvene to uh, put the uh, various like chemicals and salts and and supplies into the the uh, flatbed of this truck, uh, what does everyone look like? How to how describe how you're kind of revving up for what will surely be a fairly deadly encounter? Flint is dressed the same as he always is because he doesn't have many clothes. He has his duffel bag over his shoulder with gun with a shotgun and crowbar sticking out. Honestly, he looks tired. Okay. I think Beck is doing, like, drills with the, the big, like, two-handed sword, and is, like, clearly breaking a sweat because the sword and the, uh, like, armored poncho are, like, pretty heavy. Um, it's clearly not, like, their preferred fighting style, but it is deadlier, so it's, you know, a good time to break it out. I also think Beck will try to heal themselves at least one more harm before we go into this giant boss battle. Sure. June is going to uh, check on each of the the four devils that came. Um, they're all rocking the, like, matching vest uh, with the, the symbol on the back, and they all have... Um, guns or uh, other paraphernalia and weapons uh, ready to kick ass. And then June will go off by themselves and take out their mixtape and switch from Britney Spears to uh, Tyler Glenn and just like jam out to Shameless and then come back over to the group and be like, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think I think we see Cassius at his half-burned car like taking out pieces of paper that are like partially burned but probably have like permits and like fake stuff like that he's like stuffing them into pockets almost like he heard that one story about teddy roosevelt someone tried to shoot him and it got like the bullet got stopped by his manuscript he's just hoping maybe if he stuffs paper down everything that it might protect him somehow he's got like a cafeteria tray that he shoves up the front of his shirt and doesn't imagine he doesn't imagine it'll do a whole lot but he's hoping it'll be helpful in some way very good we rip all of the right wing bullshit off this car too. I had to say, yeah, we like spray paint it and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think the truck looks so like it looked ugly before, but it also looks ugly now <laughs> in that it like has like a bunch of weird bulges from like spray paint, like covering dumb patches and stuff. Uh, 
and not that they care. Uh, we uh, see uh, uh, Dr. Garcia uh, all padded up in like uh, motorcycle armor. He couldn't really get like, you know, monster fighting gear, but you can get like some padding here and there. Uh, he's uh, still wearing like his suit jacket, which looks a little funky in it, but it's, you know, he kind of can't not look a, at least a little well-dressed, even if he looks a little silly. Uh, he's got like his his gun. He's got like a hunting knife on him, uh, and uh, we see uh, uh, Louis Steele like hands on the window, <laughs> like looking from inside. Like, do I go? Do I help? They're they're protecting me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to yell. Do you want to come? Did I? He opens the window. Should I? It's up to you. Do you want to fight them or do you want to stay here? I feel like you protected me, so it's probably my responsibility, isn't it? It's up to you. Just, if you just, I mean, well, if you come, you gotta wear that puke gas mask because it's that pollen shit's gonna be everywhere. So, really, weigh your options uh, here. It, it's gonna be cool but scary, and probably smell like puke. I think it's important that we have someone uh, watching the home base. So, I mean, if you feel up to that task. Uh, all right, let me roll for it. Because <laughs> everyone gave conflicting answers. Yeah, Becky's like, no, do not come. Flint is thoroughly of the opinion of this kid got into this on his own accord. He should decide where he wants to go from here. He's like 22. You know, this small, small child. This little boy. <laughs> Soren, how old are you? Oh, he's like, Cassius is old, like mid 40s. No, so. I mean, how old are you, oh, Sora? Uh, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I, am, I am a man's age. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, he uh, opens the window and he, um, like, look, uh, he closes the window. He, like, looks around for a second and we see him, uh, come out with, like, a set of golf clubs and, and he's like, I. I feel like this is also my responsibility now if you're going to help protect me, Mr. O'Hare. Fuck yeah, Casey Jones. <laughs> I give him my shotgun. <laughs> uh, no! I do not know how to use this. I take it back. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the kid over and be like, look, you see those people? Yeah. Those are, those are fucking warrior ninjas, monks. Do you see those people? Mm-hmm. Those are all queer anarchist socialist gang people and then you see those people and i point to like our crew Mm -hmm. the monster hunter crew and i'm like they're all monster hunters pick a group stick with them and ask someone in that group to show you a couple moves real quick uh i think the uh um uh your your sort of neighborhood watcher probably the closest in age to lewis and probably look the most of like what he's used to hanging out with so I think he's like, I'll go over there. Cool, cool. And uh, instantly, one of them like pulls out like a like a chain with like an axe head on, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna do it like this. You ready?" And he uh, uh, like swings it around. Yeah, he's gonna Very get a cool. tattoo by the end of this. He's, he's gonna be wearing that gas mask too, right? Because I know the pollen activates his whole. Mm-hmm. He's wearing it now. Uh, so he, I guess uh, I should reasonably tell you that Lewis can help, and you can be like, "Hey, Lewis, go do this," and he'll he'll do it. Uh, but he also obviously poses a risk in that if something were to go really, really, really wrong, he might turn into a were-gator and bite you. Uh, uh But yeah, 
the uh, camera uh, uh, does a series of quick flashes to Garcia getting into his nice car and uh, maybe tearfully looking at what was probably what will probably be destroyed. Uh, we see uh, uh, Chuck uh, pull his sword and uh, uh, armor from his uh, guitar case as the whole work goes through some final step drills and some reminders about uh, expanding from a place of safety. We see uh, 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 rubber hit the hit the ground as the uh, the pickup truck with uh, black spray paint all over it starts speeding down the road as someone uh, one of the the watches like outside the the uh, hood roof of it like swinging a chain and going Woo! as they are speeding down the city streets and causing a reasonable disturbance. Uh, they are uh, like blasting music. Uh, there's like a very uh, obvious like dissonance between them and the bulwark. I think the um, bulwark are, are all like piled into um, like a soccer mom minivan, and, and uh, like one of the members of the bulwark works for like Comcast or something, so they have like a chunky like installation van or something, and they're all just piled into those. <laughs> June, by the way, is just completely fascinated by getting to meet the bulwark. Uh, I think anytime June like kind of starts walking closer to like introduce themselves, uh, Beck is like like intercepts or like sends uh, the little boy over to like interrupt and like ask June a question or something like. And and you never quite gets over there, but I like that this like random chance won't allow you to get there as well. Like you're almost, no one's gonna intervene, and then like uh, uh like uh suddenly one of the people's like car engines like starts spewing out white smoke, and someone has to come deal with it. Or like uh, Loon is uh, like we're doing shots. Get over here, June. Like yeah. this is for two socks. It's like oh, okay, sure. yeah, okay. Brilliant. Uh, and everyone uh, hits the goddamn road. Uh, as you are, are uh, rolling down the city streets, it is uh, eerily quiet. Uh, normally, one would think that if this is like a creature that would spawn little minions to be out and about, uh, they would be so. There would be talk on like the, the radios or the, the TV that maybe something's wrong or that someone got hurt or that like, there's just a gator loose somewhere and there isn't. Uh, thing, everyone is, seems to be uh, inside. It's quiet. It's raining. Morning will come in maybe an hour, so you can see that the sky has sort of taken this sort of shift between an orange and a purple, uh, and it is maybe might have been beautiful if not for the fact that like just on the the end of it, cresting on the beach, is this uh, mechanical rundown desalination plants, this sort of water treatment place that is just marring the natural beauty of this area. As you guys are pulling up, you can see that it is surrounded by those like chain link fences that say no trespassers keep out hazardous chemicals on site uh power lines down or something like that like this is like a an electrical hazard there's a lot of problems here don't go here as everyone kind of pulls up into the uh parking lots or side streets to to get themselves ready what do you all do um i'm gonna send magpie to scout ahead that's kind of their specialty and uh, I'm going to tell them not to go far, but just if they can give us a lay of the land a little bit about what to expect. Uh, okay. Uh, I think <clears throat> they are, um, uh, uh, got like, they recently got like a series of like selfie sticks and uh, like little GoPro things to kind of help aid their uh, uh, like sneakiness while they're doing this. Um, and they, they, uh, 
you know, get up onto like a higher place to do a little bit of uh, surveying. And they tell you that it is, it seems to be really calm. It doesn't seem like there's like monsters lurking in the area, but it also looks crazy fucking dirty. Uh-huh. Uh, that it's like really uh, like mucky. There's mud everywhere. Um, that uh, They're like branches and twigs. And there's not like, uh, uh, well, there is like a swampland nearby. There's not like freestanding trees, but there are logs in here. Can we get the truck through? Yeah, you just have to like open the link fence, which I'm sure it doesn't require a roll. Someone would just have to like take a pair of bolt cutters and open it up. Cool. Um, I'm gonna look to the monster hunting team uh, and be like, first off, y'all, we need a name. We got Ninja School. Is that the first order of business right now? I mean, yeah. yeah, this is this is really important. I, I kind of like what the uh, the good doctor. Uh, said earlier what did he what did he what did shall call us uh, good neighbors <laughs> that sounds stupid <laughs> all right um, so that one's completely out it was a dumb name to begin with all right second order of business is uh Coast seems pretty clear. It seems like there's some obstacles, but nothing we weren't expecting. Uh, Magpie says they didn't see any monsters. Did they check under the water? No, I don't think. Hey, Magpie, did you look under the water? No, it's really meant like murky, and that seems like a bad idea for me. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, you're smart. Like a bad idea for you. She's smart, uh, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying is we need to be careful because they're going to be jumping out of the water. Can I observe another place? Uh, you can, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's one of the spell options for sure. Uh, Beck will take out a um, kaleidoscope and like look through it. And as they're twisting and changing all of the colors... They're trying to hone in on to the clutch and like it's underwater layer. And I rolled a 11. 11. Uh, then you do what you set up to do. Uh, is this a, a black magic? Oh, no, you're observing a place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, you can you can uh, freely uh, visualize inside through your kaleidoscope as the different like little confetti pieces reshape. And maybe it'll make the image look a little funky as it's less clear and kind of uh, more artistic uh, as the little kaleidoscope pieces kind of move into shape to view uh, the inside of the salination plant. And and Magpie, of course, is 100% correct. There is uh, like uh, murk and sticks and logs in here, which have to have been brought in here because it's not like they would naturally fall that without some sort of like tornado or something. And as you uh, get past into the sort of fenced off area, you can see that there are, are four uh, massive uh, like tubs or like vats where the, the water would go, where it would change through being uh, salt water, go through the filtration system, slowly fill up into like a clean tank would then be uh, uh, put through some iodine, things like that, that would make it safe to finally drink before it could be pumped out into the rest of the city. Uh, and one of them is is noticeably darker and, and more uh, like murky, and there appear to be like logs floating along the top, just kind of like free hanging. Uh, there uh, is like it, it almost looks like uh, as if someone, like a giant, sneezed across the field. Like it looks disgusting. There's this sort of like yellowy green slop along the floor. This place will be kind of like hard to walk around 
and keep your footing in. Like, it would be very easy if standing on the ridge of one of the vats to slip and fall in and then be in a very dangerous area. Can I eyeball how many, like, gator men might be in there? Uh, Romy, uh, read a bad situation. Nope, that's a five. Can I Um, assist? uh, Yeah, I mean, multiple of you can, since you're all there, if you'd like. Uh, as I, I'm, I'm imagining that Becca's like talking and explaining what she's seeing. Yeah. <laughs> I got a five. Hmm. That's a plus two? Yeah. Uh, eight. Eight. Uh, all right. So you're up to six. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll try to help out by reminding them about all the commonalities between <laughs> lobsters and gators. We're going to have to talk about this at some point. Uh, you said it's uh, cool? Yeah. What, what, what day we will have a lobster episode? So I rolled a eight. Eight. Uh, Alright, then thankfully you brought it to seven, which is good because gators are ambush predators. So not having a good awareness would, be, would have been really bad. Uh, go ahead and ask your questions. Uh, I would say, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Because I want to, you know, be able to pick out the gator men that are maybe like camouflaging as logs or, or uh, you're dead on. Uh, for yeah. sure. Uh, none of the gators are out and prowling the scene. They are uh, sitting there waiting for someone to approach. Uh, odds are they they are waiting for like a, a worker, or like a janitor or someone to like come to check out like why the water is so fucked up so that they could just reach up draw them in and either devour them or or morph them into a disgusting gator man. So all of them are waiting in the water. If you're going to get close to it to start pouring things in, they will all reasonably jump out to assault you, which uh, means that reasonably, if you want to get near them, you'd have to like draw them out or near to the water to like dump stuff in. You'd have to draw them out of the water. So then I have a question. Why don't we just figure out a way to deliver these chemicals, like, from farther away so we don't have to go right next to the vat? I don't know. It feels narratively unsatisfying. <laughs> we can <laughs> sandlot this shit. <laughs> yeah, you mean like a, like, a, like a slingshot? That was thinking more of trebuchet, but yes. Like a much better slingshot. Uh, we have a pickup truck if we just, like hit the front end real bit, like, hard. We can maybe shoot. Anyway. Uh, we can just, like, why don't we just, like, put a brick on the accelerator? We, we have an army of that, ninjas fucking, yeah. and a gang here. Uh, if we draw the Gatorman off to the side, then presumably one person can drive the truck into the water with all the chemicals, right? Yeah. Do we have a particular attachment to the truck, or can we just leave, like drive it into the water and leave it there? I, well, I, I think we we maybe try and split the Gatorman in half because we have two groups. We have the gang and the the warrior monks. So if they go off on either side, then and we each go with a half, and then we have the kid drive the truck in and Chalamet cover him. Man, the young man. Yes. You want me to drive? Uh, yeah, I, you or Chalamet. Yeah, like you two just protect the truck and then cover each other and drive it into the water. Uh, I uh, I think Chalamet like puts a hand on uh, Louis's shoulder and is like, you'll do great, brave Louis. Or Mr. Steel. Flint takes his finger off of his nose. 
Okay. Um, <clears throat> then is everyone ready? Yeah. Sure. Lee, can we call the episode Mighty Morphin Gator Danger? I spiritually do not want to do this. <laughs> what if it feels really right? Uh, uh <laughs> God, I, God, I hope all of these gators are different colors. <laughs> you wouldn't let us name that one episode Turtle Power, and I just feel like we've uh, earned it. Maybe. I'll think about it. Okay, uh, just think so about good. like how much you do or do not love the listeners, and then I guess oh, we just... Oh, no, I made the game plan like, like Leo. Yeah, you kind of did. Uh, And we have an actual Casey Jones now. Damn it. Okay, Uh, I'm fine. It's fine. Yeah, Chalamet, I'm not sure if we told you, but you're uh, you're a splinter. I did assume that when you said anything about the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Well, we also Uh, named you Splinter in the group chat. Yeah. Uh, What? Okay. Um, Yeah, Rashida loves... uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so, so I'm, I'm happy to fill Who? the role. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, my niece, uh, Rashida. Oh, okay. April O'Neil. Actually, what it, kind of name is what? Is that a what is that Serbian? No, uh, you know the woman uh, from that one like park show ah. is a nurse. Rashida. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. yeah. Then her name is Rashida. Ah. <laughs> is this? <laughs> Is this a, a Lee fuck up or a yes. shallow fuck up? All right. <laughs> yeah.